It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now. I'm On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by FantasyPoints.com where all of your dreams can come true. Or at least where you can get the best fantasy football insight in the galaxy from Joe Dolan and a cast of thousands. I don't know about thousands, but definitely double digits. Joe clearly has no idea how to run a business by hiring that many people for a startup. But hey, that's what he's doing. At FG underscore Dolan, must FG must stand for... Freaking give away money to a lot of people during a pandemic. I don't know. I mean, Joe, how many people do you have on the payroll? Uh, the the payroll, let's see. So we have five full-timers and we have uh, five or six contributors. So uh, I think we do the work for about uh, for about 100 people. Um, well, my sleep schedule would would attest to that. Uh, but um, we're just trying – we were trying to be smart, get off the ground, get the best people. Only the best people, Ross. The very best. Uh, only the best people at fantasypoints.com. Um, and then uh, we do have plans, obviously, in the future to expand or um, or, or uh, bring you more insight. But we wanted to make sure we got off the ground smartly. And I think we, we, we've accomplished that in a really, really difficult year, as, as you can see in the NFL. I mean, it, it, we, we knew it was going to be a difficult year. We're, we're, we're trying to trudge on. And that, that's what we're doing. And I think we're doing as good a job of that as we possibly can. You're doing an awesome job of it. It's not too late to sign up. A lot of you can still win your leagues. Go to FantasyPoints.com. Put the code FEAST in so they know that Rossi T sent you from the Fantasy Feast podcast. I am, I should probably tell you, Ross Tucker, at Ross Tucker NFL, former NFL offensive lineman. We had breaking news during Andrew Brandt's segment on the Ross Tucker football podcast today. Encourage you to check that out. If you're getting into betting, check out the Even Money podcast. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, all the different social media platforms. We had a lot of awesome sponsors for you over at RossTucker.com. And I've got one more free Madden code to give away this week. All you have to do is get the DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone. Put the code Ross in the promo code. Screenshot that. Send it to me. Boom. You're automatically entered. Oh, let me know if you want the PS4 or the Xbox code. Joe, it's been a crazy day already. We're recording this at noon on Wednesday. This is part one. We do two parts. I guess I just want you to give your sort of state of the union with the Gilmore news, with the Titans news. What is the best strategy? I guess the good news is, right, Joe, that they usually tell us pretty far in advance if a game's going to be postponed. But what if it's not till after the Thursday nighter, Joe? Yeah, and so people have um, decisions there. What are you telling people? I think it's league by league. Uh, I'm a commissioner in a league, and what I did in my league this week is I made a unilateral decision, and I said, "Hey, with this Kansas City New England game, what what I wanted you to do this was pat this past week. If you want to start somebody from the game, you have to tell me." Before the Sunday game kicks off, if you want to, you can designate a substitute essentially, 
and and um, the substitute would only go into your lineup if the Kansas City New England game was canceled. Um, I was met with some pushback for for, for that. Um, the biggest loudmouth in my league uh, was like, "Why is this any different than uh, an injury uh, or an injury situation?" I think it's pretty obvious why it's different, but maybe maybe you um, like like for instance, his 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 whole point was. Well, isn't it any? It's not any different than waiting until Monday to see if a guy's going to be active. And I, I understand that perspective. So my advice to you would be: if you want to take my approach, or if you want to say, "Hey, this is different. We're gonna, we're you're gonna have to take a risk on this." Um, maybe make that make a more democratic approach and leave that up to your league. But uh, fortunately for me, um, in my league, at the Kansas City New England game went on as scheduled. It looks like we might have more problems though this week. We I don't know what's going to happen with Tennessee and Buffalo. I don't know. Um, it, it, Tennessee is the only team that has like I think what will qualify as an outbreak. Uh, I'm not an epidemiologist. I don't want to talk about this stuff, but we have to. Um, Tennessee and Buffalo might have. Um, a little bit more problems getting off the ground. I, I saw some reports out there that if, if the league determines Tennessee skirted the protocols, Tennessee might have to forfeit this game. Um, so I, I don't know what's going on there. It's probably not even worth talking about that game. Um, New England, I think, is a little bit different because if it's just a player or two, um, you can probably, as we saw with the Falcons, nobody even remembers that AJ Terrell was on the COVID list and they played that game. I don't know what's going on with that, with, with, with the, this, but, um, that, that was the email I sent out in my league. Again, it was met with some pushback. Um, but, um, fortunately the games all went on and scheduled. I don't know if that's going to be the case this week. Let's get to Thursday night, Joe. Everybody knows the routine by now. Please tell your friends and family about the show or spread the word via social media when Joe tweets it at FG underscore Dolan or me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. We do also have the awesome YouTube page now so you can see Joe once again rocking his fantasy points hat. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Bucks, Bears, Bucks are beat up, Joe. What do you got? Uh, that's exactly the point. The Bucks are beat up. Um, I, I, as of recording, we don't know if Mike Evans is going to play. Chris Godwin probably isn't going to play. Scotty Miller is is practicing isn't practicing because he's hurt. Justin Watson isn't practicing because he's hurt. OJ Howard is on IR. Uh, Leonard Fournette is going to be a game time decision. The Buccaneers right now, if if Mike Evans plays, I have to play him. But the short week gives me some pause that he's going to be able to recover from that ankle injury he suffered last week. Ronald Jones, if Fournette doesn't go, even though I'm not a Rojo guy, he's on the RB2 radar. I think Keyshawn Vaughn showed enough last week that he should be picked up in deeper leagues. But it's really hard to get a read on the Buccaneers right now. Um Given given all the injuries that they have that we don't know about on Wednesday, if if Mike Evans plays, Tom Brady's a decent starter. If he doesn't play, maybe you shy away and go with a streamer. Got it. Yeah, I mean, what what else with the Bucks? I guess you could put Gronk in there. Um, he's been really disappointing production wise, but with no OJ Howard, I mean. Uh, somebody's going to have to get some targets. I think Cameron Brate probably not playing him for fantasy, but he's going to have a role going forward. But yeah, this is a, this is a tough spot right now with all the injuries they have. What about the Bears? Um, Allen Robinson's in your lineup. David Montgomery wasn't very productive last week, but he played eighty five percent of the snaps. That is a massive snap share. He has got to be in your lineup. I'm okay with Jimmy Graham. Um, I want to see those wide receivers for another week. This is a really good Buck defense. Um, David Montgomery. I'd probably have him on the RB2 radar just because of how good this Bucks run D is. Um, but he's getting RB1 snaps, so he has to be in your lineup. 
Allen Robinson has benefited from Foles, even though I don't think Foles played very well last week. Allen Robinson has benefited from Foles being in there. Jimmy Graham is a lower-end tight end starter as well. This could be a pretty ugly game uh, defensively with all the injuries on both sides of the football, though, Ross. Yeah. Um, All right, let's get to the Los Angeles Rams against the Washington football team with Kyle Allen Mm. as their starting quarterback. Joe, does that change anything for any of the Washington skill guys? Well, I actually wrote this week, Ross, that I think Terry McLaurin has proven three things. He is quarterback proof, he is matchup proof, and he is injury proof. He came into last week with an injury against the Baltimore Ravens defense with a terrible quarterback in Dwayne Haskins, and he caught 10 passes. Now, I think Kyle Allen stinks too, but Kyle Allen, uh, they like the way he stretches the field. Uh, I mean, that was a problem in Carolina because he didn't complete any of those passes that he stretched the field with, and he turned the ball over a ton. But um, I think he'll take shots. This does not hurt Terry McLaurin, I don't think. Allen, you know, Allen got a huge season out of DJ Moore last year. So I think this is probably just status quo for Terry McLaurin. You have him in your lineup. You play Antonio Gibson. Those are the only two team members you can consider for fantasy. But both of them should be in your lineups in this game. Kyle Allen, quarterback streamer? No, 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 no. I mean, uh, like uh, uh, maybe in a 16-team, two-quarterback league. That's about it. All right. Uh, Rams on the other side. They were really disappointing last week. Um, they, they had a really ugly performance against the Giants. Uh, uh, Daryl Henderson, I don't know what the heck happened there. Um, I think I'm holding on to him. I think he's still the best bet in this backfield, but Cam Akers might be able to play this week. But for the Rams against Washington – uh, remember that Washington front seven has taken two huge hits recently with Chase Young and Matt Ioannidis. Um, uh, we'll have to check on Chase Young's status, but it didn't look too good for him um, to play this week after, I mean, he didn't practice at all last week. So I think Jared Goff is a lower end QB one. You have to play Woods and Cup every week. I mean, you don't have a choice. The guy I've been disappointed in, though, is Tyler Higby, the tight end. I've been really disappointed um, in, in his snap uh, or in his role, uh, his number of routes being run. So he's somebody who's benchable right now. Um, but in this backfield, uh, you want to see what Cam Akers' status is. But I think Daryl Henderson is probably a low-end RB2. Maybe you can flex Malcolm Brown. We'll see what happens with uh, with, with Cam Akers, though. I need Cam Akers back in my lineup. Yes, I, I lost in the Fantasy Feast League. I'm 2-2 two and two now. I need Cam Akers to get healthy and get back in the lineup. I'm hurting at my second running back spot after Clyde Edwards' E-Lair. Uh, Bills at Titans. We'll talk about it. The game could happen. Yeah. So uh, what do you got there? Uh, I mean, play Josh Allen. Play Stephon Diggs. Um uh, the backfield, uh, you have to wait on Zach Moss. I thought I thought Devin Singletary's been pretty good in the two games without without um, Zach Moss, but he hasn't been dominant, but he's been playing a lot of snaps. So if Zach Moss doesn't play, I think uh, Singletary's a high-end RB2. If Moss does play, low-end RB2 uh, for Buffalo. Cole Beasley, I saw, uh, was out there practicing today. John Brown's been uh, – dinged up a little bit buffalo's practicing like buffalo has to act like this game's gonna happen they can't just be like well you know uh i mean i'm sure i'm sure sean mcdermott will take a free win if tennessee has to forfeit this game but uh but they have to practice and act like it's going to be played so buffalo is kind of a team where you handle it you handle it in the way that um that that a lot of people that that you handle a lot of teams. They're a narrow fantasy team, Buffalo is. So I look at Buffalo and say, hey, Josh Allen's in your lineup. Singletary's in your lineup. 
um, uh, Devin, uh, Stephon Diggs is in your lineup, and then you have to watch. Uh oh, here come my dogs. <laughs> uh, and Singletary's Singletary's in your lineup, and um, Stephon Diggs and John Brown. Um, you have to watch on John Brown's status. If John Brown doesn't go, um, if, sorry about that. If John Brown doesn't go, uh, Gabriel Davis is somebody you can consider. My, uh, I'm sorry, my wife just came home. And my dogs freak out when she opens the garage door. So uh, it was bad <laughs> it was timing. funny. That's why people need to watch on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube.com. They, they just think 12 minutes in is when Joe's dogs come flying in. Um, what about the Titans on the other side, Joe? Well, uh, the Titans right now, the thing about this, the the delay last week is A.J. Brown might be able to, uh, to, to play this week after his bone bruise. So um, – that's the good news for the Titans. I think Ryan Tannehill is a viable quarterback streamer. Um, Derrick Henry, you have to play. John U. Smith is one of my favorite tight end ones right now. But right now, it's kind of hard to get excited about Tennessee, um, given all, all that's going on with the Titans. All right. Philadelphia at Pittsburgh. Travis Fulgham in everybody's lineups, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a really bad matchup for Philadelphia. I mean, the Steelers probably have the best defense in the NFL. I don't know, Ross, did you watch Jordan Mailata, the left tackle for Philadelphia? He's one of the coolest stories in the NFL. Did you see him? Every snap. Uh, what did what did you think? Played very well. Yeah, I mean. Very well. So if you don't guys don't know, he's from Australia. He's a rugby player. And this was his first ever football start. Ever. Like the first time he ever started a game. Yeah, like because he didn't play in high school, he didn't play in college, and he's what twenty three years old. He is six eight. He's like three hundred and seventy pounds, and he's a freak athlete. Kind of fun to watch, but it's a tough go for him for in this game against Pittsburgh. It's a really tough go. Um, I'm I'm not playing Carson Wentz if I can avoid it. I was extremely disappointed in Zach Ertz last week. Just four catches for nine yards. Um, it was uh, not a great uh, audition for Zach Ertz if he wants George Kittle money watching Kittle go for 180 yards on the other side of the field while Ertz has nine. Um, it, it was not a great game for him, but you, you probably have to play Ertz at this point. Keep an eye on the Eagles receivers, though. There seems to be a chance Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey can play this week. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, on the other side, the Steelers, mm-hmm. they had the off week last week as well. And they're going against an Eagles D-line that's been pretty nasty the last two weeks. Yeah, leads the NFL in sacks, believe it or not, the Eagles D-line. Um, they've been really good. They've been getting some good production um, from some guys you might know not know about on the outside. Josh Sweat and Jannard Avery have been really good rotational pass rushers for them. They have great interior rush. Um, obviously, the Steelers, uh, David DeCastro has been banged up. They've had some injuries on the offensive line. Uh, the right tackle's out for the season, uh, Zach Banner. Um, so the Eagles might be able to get after Ben Roethlisberger in this game, but because of the surprise bye week last week, Juju Smith-Schuster was probably able to get healthier. Uh, Deontay Johnson is going to be able to pass the concussion protocol. So this is all systems go for the Steelers. Um, Ben Roethlisberger is start worthy. Juju and Deontay Johnson should be in your lineups. James Conner should be in your lineup. Uh, although I want to see what Anthony McFarland's role is going forward. And Eric Ebron is a streamable tight end in this game against an Eagle defense that gave up 15 catches to George Kittle last week. Okay, this next game is going to be the, the DraftKings featured game. And it's going to surprise you. But it's the Arizona Cardinals and the New York Jets who have announced... That Joe Flacco is starting at quarterback. I'm making this the DraftKings one that we're looking at for a couple reasons, Joe. 
Number one, what is going on for people that play DFS or even bet on the games? What is going on with the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler uh, Murray? I really – I, you know, a couple weeks ago, Greg Cosell – the numbers really haven't been there with him throwing the football. A couple weeks ago, I remember Greg Cosell saying uh, he thinks Murray's throwing the ball pretty well. I don't know how you could say that last week. He averaged like three yards per pass attempt. Um, they're not stretching the field at all. Um, now, Murray – has been able to kind of cover that up for fantasy because he's throwing for a lot of touchdowns and he's running a whole lot. So he's been pretty good for fantasy, really good as a matter of fact. But here's the biggest disappointment to me for the Arizona Cardinals. Where is Kenyon Drake in the passing game? He has five targets this year. Five. I don't know where he's going in the passing game. And even though he's getting all these touches, last week was a disaster. Carolina had been giving up the most fantasy points to running backs, and Kenyon Drake couldn't get it done. Meanwhile, Chase Edmonds has 17 targets this year. So they are taking Kenyon Drake out of the passing game. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray. The funnel that gives all the targets to Deshaun, to uh, DeAndre Hopkins has made its way westward from Houston to Arizona. And I wonder if it's limiting their passing game a little bit. But there is no vertical element whatsoever here. And this offense looks pretty restricted right now, Ross. It's really ugly. All that being said, this is a great matchup. So I, I want to play Murray. I, I think I have to suck it up and play Drake this week. And I think you can – obviously you're playing Hopkins. But I think you can take a shot on Christian Kirk as well in this game. They are seven-point favorites on the DraftKings Sportsbook app against the Jets – do you see Joe Flacco being an upgrade or downgrade for anyone? Uh, no. Uh, the Jet, by the way, they might get Le'Veon Bell this week uh, back. He's practicing. He's coming off of IR of the hamstring. That puts him in the low-end RB2 flex range. And then there's one other guy you can consider from the Jets, and that's Jamison Crowder. I mean, it, it, it's the same if it was Darnold. It's the same if it was, if it was Joe Namath. I mean, they just don't have a lot of talent there right now. Um, Chris Herndon has been a ghost. He's been one of my uh, most disappointing players thus far this season. Really, really been disappointed in Chris Herndon. Um, Flacco, the one thing I will say about Flacco, maybe he doesn't turn the ball over as much as Darnold will, but uh, this makes Arizona a pretty appealing defense this week. Um, moving on, Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Raiders moved the ball against the Bills. They just didn't score as much as they needed to. Yeah. What do you got? Their, their weapons are, are dinged up. Let's take a look-see at, at the status of Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards. Probably doesn't look good for either one of them right now. I know they thought both injuries were pretty significant. It's going to be a lot of Darren Waller in this game. It's going to be a lot of Josh Jacobs in this game. And they are really using Josh Jacobs in the passing game. Didn't have more than, uh, I think, uh, uh, last year. Uh, forgive me, Ross. I don't know if he had a game with more than three targets last year. But this year, he has been absolutely, uh, well, I don't want to say dominant in the passing game, but his usage in the passing game has been extremely encouraging for fantasy. He has at least three targets in all four games this year, including four or more in three of the four games this year. That's really good usage for Josh Jacobs. But for right now, the guys I feel comfortable with are Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. And I was disappointed in Hunter Renfro last week. I'm not really sure what happened there. You thought he was going to get a ton of targets 
with uh, Brian Edwards and Henry Ruggs, both out of the game, um, ended up catching eight, but I think they all came pretty late in that game. I thought he would be, uh, I thought he would be used a little bit more earlier in that game. He's on the radar as well. And maybe just maybe if you assume Derek Carr is going to have to throw the ball a ton in this game that, um, that you can fire up Derek Carr as a QB streamer. Okay. Yeah. I like when you give out QB streamers and defense streamers. So um, I don't know if you think Arizona Cardinals maybe against the Jets. Yeah, or... I, I called that one out. I think that's a good one. Yeah. All right. So then Chiefs, um, you know, not not Mahomes' best performance. I, mean, I know we're yeah, still starting all these game. guys, but – and you know what? Hilaire's been good but not, like, dominant for me, Joe. Yeah, and, and I think the reason is – Rossi hasn't been scoring touchdowns. I mean, I think I think your 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 expectations are, oh my God, he's got to be great, but he only has one touchdown. The thing that's been really encouraging the last three weeks is his usage in the passing game, uh, and they're designing pass plays to him. Uh, his his uh, his season low in touches is sixteen. Uh, his season low in opportunities, which is. Uh, carries plus targets is 18 that is hammer rb1 usage you just hope he gets in the end zone a little bit more um with kansas city it's it's the same four guys every week mahomes kelsey edwards alaire hill you play them every week and if you want to take a shot on sammy Watkins or Nicole hardman those are guys who you have to count on and try to hope for a big play from and 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 you understand the risks of using those guys the thing that's been really surprising to me though is how little Kansas City has involved other running backs. Edwards Alaire has 84 of their 108 running back touches this year. There is nobody else in this backfield who's even getting a, a look beyond, beyond Edwards Alaire. Jacksonville's at Houston. Houston made the big move to fire Bill O'Brien earlier in the week. Do you think that makes a difference for Deshaun Watson or any of the skill guys there? Uh, I'm not sure how much of a difference it makes. Um, maybe Brandon Cooks shows some signs of life. Didn't catch a pass this past week. Uh, uh, he's probably droppable in your league. But for Houston, uh, let's give it a week to see uh, what might happen. But for right now, for the Texans, there's only three guys you can consider. Deshaun Watson's probably in your lineup. Uh, Will Fuller should be in your lineup. I understand people are sick of the injuries with him. But you see what he does when he's out there on the field. 100 yards and a touchdown uh, seems to be the regular when he's out there and I guess you can play David Johnson after that week one performance though when he kind of was like hey you know David Johnson's awake and it, it, it hasn't really happened there thus far let's see what what, what Tim Kelly does there calling plays um, but right now uh, uh, you got to be down on Houston across the board Jacksonville very disappointing Chark had a nice toe tap touchdown but I, I just two touchdowns yeah, I mean, I, I was yeah, I was just pointing out the one, but he it, it's yeah. I don't know. I was disappointed in, in Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he wasn't great, um, but I, I like this spot for him. I, I think DJ Chark is somebody who's got to be in your lineups right now. Keep an eye on LaVisca Chenault. Uh, he's got a hamstring injury. If he is out, um, that probably increases the role of Keelan Cole as a potential streamer. And James Robinson, I mean, the usage for this guy, though, Ross, has been – I mean, for me, it's been kind of the story of fantasy football thus far. And I say every August that there's always one running back or two running backs who you're not talking about in August who are going to be big-time fantasy contributors. James Robinson is fitting the bill and more in this in this game, I mean, in this season. He has at least 17 touches in every game. 
And the one thing he's been doing that Jay Gruden early down hammers never do is he's been involved in the passing game. He has 16 targets this season. Uh, He's getting it done through the air and on the ground. James Robinson is an RB1, and he's an RB1 without question. You have to play him each and every week. Chris Thompson has not been involved at all. It's the Bengals at the Ravens, and the Bengals finally got Joe Mixon going. Joe, I know people, if they drafted him, they had him in the lineup anyway, but can he continue against the Ravens? A tough matchup on the ground, that's for sure. And for somebody who averaged under three yards per carry in uh, his two games entering week four, uh, I know a lot of people decided they were benching Mixon in week four. And then unfortunately, um, yeah, uh, it didn't work out too well for you. And eventually talent wins out. Here's what has to happen for Joe Mixon to continue with, though, Ross. He is, he has to continue to put up numbers in the passing game. He had six targets. He caught all six for 30 yards and a touchdown against Jacksonville last week. He had four targets two weeks ago against Cleveland. He had three targets against Philadelphia. That six target number is great, though. And he ran significantly more routes than Gio Bernard did. I want to see that continue. And the good news is, in that game against Jacksonville, Joe Mixon delivered. Okay, so Joe Mixon had the big game when they gave him the opportunities. He played 83% of the snaps. He dominated touches. He dominated the routes. Uh, he uh, he completely owned Gio Bernard in that game, and you would think they're going to give him the opportunity to continue. The bad news is he has a terrible matchup here against Baltimore, and then the next week against Indianapolis, he has another bad matchup. So a couple bad matchups are coming up for Joe Mixon, but at this point, you saw what the upside is. You kind of have to just suck it up and start him. Carolina Panthers, very impressed by them. Was not expecting them to be 2-2. Two and two. They're going against the Falcons, who gave you nothing oh, for Calvin Ridley and very little Julio Jones. Congrats to everybody that had Zacchaeus in their lineups. Yeah. Unbelievable, Joe. Uh, I don't know what the heck happened in that game. Uh, Julio Jones is, is a big concern. He tweaked the hamstring, uh, Ross. Uh I would think he's probably not going to go this week after tweaking a hamstring. And then you just got to suck it up. You got to play Ridley and you got to play Russell Gage. I mean, it was bad for Matt Ryan. I don't think Ryan had a very good game. Calvin Ridley caught a shadow uh, from Jair Alexander, which could have been part of the problem for him. Uh, There's nobody on Carolina who can, who can guard Calvin Ridley the way Jair Alexander can. So um, just suck it back up and, and go with Calvin Ridley in your lineup. Go with Matt Ryan against this Carolina defense. And and Todd Gurley's an RB2, but at this point, you see he's not really involved in the passing game. You need a touchdown from Todd Gurley for him to really pay off for you. But otherwise, you just got to suck it up uh, and understand this is a good matchup, and hopefully it was just a bad game for the Falcon offense. What about Carolina offensively? Yeah, Mike Davis is is doing an awesome job filling in for Christian McCaffrey here. I think this is a good spot to stream Teddy Bridgewater. He's been ridiculous. And, Ross, um, one of the other stories, you and I had discussions about Robbie Anderson on this program, and I told you I was fading him. You know, I don't like a deep threat who's playing with Teddy Bridgewater who doesn't throw the ball down the field. Well, Robbie Anderson uh, is blowing up the route tree. He's He's running everything. He's running outs. He's running digs. He's running slants. He's running posts. He's running corners. I mean, his average depth of target is 
three yards under that of DJ Moore. I am stunned by that number, but his usage right now, he's he's ranked top 10 in PPR fantasy points. His usage su- suggests that can continue. They love this guy, and he is a far better receiver than I thought he was. And I thought he was good, but I thought he was a certain type of receiver. He is a far better receiver than I thought he was coming from the Jets, and maybe that just tends to be a trend with the New York Jets. Yeah, you know, Joe, and you know, we had all the Fantasy Feast podcast best ball drafts that people were trying to get into. I think we had three or four of them, maybe. I think I took them in every one of them. I mean, I yeah. I, I just, especially best ball, I got to be honest with you, he's better than I thought he'd be. He's doing more than I thought he'd be. I thought he'd have three or four games where he'd right. have a big game and help you out a big play. I did not know it would be this at all. I do know fantasypoints.com is the place to get all of your fantasy insight. Anything we missed here, go to fantasypoints.com, use the code FEAST, so you make sure you know exactly what to do this weekend with all of the different indecisions, everything going on, fantasypoints.com. After you put the code FEAST in, that's the key. And maybe if you send me, and maybe if you do that and send it to me, ross at rosstucker.com, you'll have a chance to get the Madden code this week. Check out Joe on Twitter as well at FG underscore Dolan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL everywhere. We love those of you that rate and review the show, but we got one more. I'm stuffed, but we got dessert. The late game, Sunday nighter, Monday nighter on part two. It'll drop in your podcast app shortly after midnight. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.